Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while Geico could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, Geico has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. Let's go Mets! Happy opening day! A home run by Wilmer Flores? Wilmer! The Dark Knight! Who's Mr. Clutch? Duda! Let's go Mets! It's Jim Brewers, Mets, and more. <laughs> well, here we go. This is going to be pure madness. I expect nothing but madness in this podcast. I am doing something that I probably would have done when I was 18 years old, maybe older. Um, I'm going to the Mets game in Baltimore with the Seven Line Army. For those of you who don't know about the Seven Line Army, it is a uh, huge group of Mets fans that go on buses and fly and they go to other states to watch and root for the Mets and they literally like take over sections at other at other ballparks. Now I have no clue what I'm in for. I don't know if this is gonna be madness. I wanna get great interviews out of this. I wanna talk to people uh, about the Mets, about how this started. I'm sure the bus ride this is what I'm hoping to get for you the listener and for myself. A it's fun. It's gonna be exciting. I'm walking to the buses right now. That's what I'm doing right now. Walking on the way to the buses. Um, I already see a whole bunch of guys wearing certain color shirts. Um, they say Baltimore invasion. So I see people walking. So I'm heading towards the buses. I'm looking at City Field. So you can hear cars and trains and stuff like that. And so that is that's exactly what's going on. I'm walking in the street. I'm just walking along. So, I'm hoping, A, it's a great game because DeGrom's pitching. B, we get a lot on the bus ride there. But I think it'd be interesting when we're at the game, what goes on at the game. But even better, the bus ride home. Either way, win or lose. I mean, we're talking about four hours. At least four hours from Flushing to Baltimore on this bus. And um, <laughs> if I catch someone snookered out of their head, I'm going to want to interview. Who knows? Maybe I'll try to get some politics out of it. Whatever the scenario, how much fun. But today's podcast, as I'm walking under the train trestle here in Flushing, Queens, today's podcast is going to be me with the Seven Line Army, talking baseball, talking Mets, talking life. Uh, I had a great Q&A last night on my Facebook page, and the Facebook page just keeps growing and growing, as that keeps moving along. But I had to tell you, this is, I've been doing stand-up comedy for over 20-something years, and this is the most fun I've ever had in my life. I now get the whole social media world. I'm having a blast with it. There's two guys coming now. What's up, guys? We don't mind if we take a picture with you? No, we'll take pictures. Where Where are you guys, um, have you, how long, you, you mind if I talk to you? Sure. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> no, no so I'm going to do a podcast there. Okay. 
on the way back. You have to be serious. Just to be ourselves. You talk about whatever. Um, is this your first trip? Yes, with the seven line, yes. First trip with the seven line. Is your second one. Where did you go to the one, first one? You went to Miami? And how do you, what do you guys all fly together? Yeah, we, flew, no, we didn't fly with them. We, we meet there. We meet at the stadium. So we fly our way. So you, meet at, at, oh, so you meet at the stadium. So however you get there, and then they have tickets exactly. and all that jazz. And it's nuts. How many were in Miami? Oh, I, we took over the stadium. A couple hundred? Yeah, about three, About four? I heard you guys also, there's been certain stadiums where they don't want you guys anymore. Because you're just so loud. Did you hear that yet? We flew over Miami and we went. We didn't hear the... You couldn't hear them. It was all it was all Miami. <laughs> it's great. What's that? I think today's gonna be nuts, though. Too. That's what I'm saying. Think about it. We're 700. We're 700 today. Yeah, 700. 700 deep. 700 heading to Baltimore. How many buses we got? Well, some people are gonna drive there, but whoever chose to take the bus. Oh, I see. So you can you can either take the bus or you can drive yourself down exactly. there or a train or however you're gonna get there. Oh, wow, this is going to be fun. This is just the beginning. What, what is your name? Kelvin. Kelvin? Wow, what a cool name. <laughs> Kelvin. And, uh... Mario. Mario. And then what's, uh, are you friends? Brothers. Brothers. Kelvin and Mario. Are you going to, uh, have... You plan on having a beer or anything if like that? If you're having a beer, I'm having a beer. That's the way I like it. I just have this funny feeling that... I think we got to go this way, guys. I have a funny feeling that after the game's over... The bus ride is probably going to be the most fun. I think so. Win or lose. <laughs> win or lose. If we win, it's going to be hopped up. and Either way, I mean. Well, it's the gramination. It's the gramination. can't get mad about that. No, you can't get, I mean, what's he going to, who are we pitching against today? We know uh, we got DeGrom, but. The pitcher's not that great. He's not that great. He only won two games. Yeah, he won two games, so we should be. All right, so we should. Baltimore is hot, but so are the Mets. So we'll see what happens. All right. Off to the bus we go with Mario and Kevin. Uh, Kelvin? Melvin. Kelvin. Kelvin. All right. Don't go anywhere. This is going to be chopped up the whole time. My editor's going to be so annoyed. Hi, 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 hi. Our shortstop is Wilmer Flores. It should be Tejada, but he can't hit nada, and now we're in love with Florida. So the bus ride has officially started, and uh, I guess we're like an hour. It's pretty mild, much milder than I thought it was going to be. Sitting next to my nephew, we got about, I don't know, how many people on this bus? Like 50 people? Supposedly 700 people are going to be at the game. Did you ever get a ball? I'm sitting next to my nephew. Did you ever, did you ever get a ball? Did I ever tell you the time I got a ball? Wait, I got... Were you too young for Hubie Brooks? You know my friend Phil? Yeah. That I grew up with? Me and Phil. Hubie Brooks is... <laughs> Hubie Brooks is... He's on a 24-game hitting streak. Right? So... It's his 25th game. Me and Phil get these ridiculous seats because my mom worked for somebody that knew whatever. So. Yeah. She, no, they didn't work at Shea. They worked at the airport. And I don't know. It was some kind of sales thing. So they they had these ridiculous Met tickets. So we'd get these crazy Met seats. So we're at the game. And uh, Hubie Brooks is over three. And then his last time at bat, everyone's standing up. Everyone's like, ah, you know, going crazy. And it's hard to see him. 
Huey Brooks hits a, because everyone wants him to break the streak, he hits a line drive and it bounces off my friend Phil's stomach. I mean, just, it, it was, it was just, bang, pelted him in the stomach, lands in a seat in front of me. I pick it up, like, I got the ball. He, he couldn't breathe for like a minute. He, he lifted up his shirt. He still, right, he still had the uh, lines in his stomach, like where the ball, yeah, you could see where the stitches hit his belly. And I just got the ball. I'm like, I got the ball. I didn't give it to him either. That was mine. That was mine for the rest of the day. Where are the seats? Those seats? They were like between home and the on-deck circle, like 15 rows back. It was, so that's, so we were really close to home plate. I mean, he took a pelting. Oh, and they got the cooler And what, and what made it, what made it worse was, I think it was two weeks later, I brought it out the street and went down the sewer. apostrophe or no, D or no, John Mark sucks and totally had to go. <laughs> they are, uh, it's turned into a frat party in the back of the bus. No, I think they're just cheering. <laughs> and the Let's Go Met chant has started. We're about two hours into the trip. <laughs> We're trying to get the radio doing. And, uh, here, sit up. Knock it out. I'm going to walk towards the back. All this madness of these people. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing right here? What, what is going on over here? <laughs> oh my god, look at this guy's face. This is going to be good. Huh? No, I don't need a beer yet. I'm pacing. <laughs> I got three kids. This is like a this is like a two week vacation for me. <laughs> just on this just this Yo, bus ride. Come on, guys. Yo. Yeah, I get switched. Go right here. Okay. I'm I'm not gonna be here long. We're right here with you. Darren, you started this whole thing, this whole madness, sort of, kind of. <laughs> How the seven lines start? T-shirts in my parents' basement. T-shirts in your friend's basement? My parents' basement. In your parents' basement? <laughs> really? Yeah, 2009. What? Bartending. Really? And, me and that's America. and that's how this madness started. Can I ask you this? Can we sit over here and talk yeah, sure, a little? Sure. Is Darren everyone's leader? Yeah! yeah. No leader. I kind of I kind of picked up on that. I kind of picked up on that. All right, good. I'm gonna sit down. I want to ask Darren some questions. Continue your frolicking and madness in the back there. And <laughs> Want a beer? Whatever cocktails. You know what? What do you... What I just have bought and brought light. No, no, I'm good for now. I'm going to wait till I get to the stadium. All right, cool. I'm going to talk with Darren, who actually started... I think this all started with T-shirts. So we're trying to figure out how the seven... I think the first time I saw the seven line was a Met-Yankee game. And there was a, I was at Yankee Stadium, and I looked up in the outfield, and there must have been 500. You guys were at uh, the Yankee year? Uh, last year. Last year was uh, 600. This year we did 1,300. 600 Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Uh, so I remember seeing that. I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell's going on out there? So how did – all right, so tell me how this whole thing – I'm talking with Darren. 
with the seven line army? How does this whole thing start? So what are you bartending? What yeah, you... it was basically. I always knew I didn't want to have a, a real job or a real boss. So. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, totally not. I, I was the same exact way. I'd watch my dad get up at five in the morning. I watched my mom go to the airport. Like, oh, I come back, wanting to drink as soon as they came home. Yeah, yeah. Between life and the kids, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want that. Right, right. Okay. Well, in, in high school, I rewind a whole a, a far way back. I'm 34 now, but in high school, I used to race BMX bikes all around the country, and uh, I learned how to make T-shirts. Just make a couple extra bucks at the races. And then um, fast forward 11 years later, I was still making T-shirts, but... Oh, but it's just like for BMX, for yeah, like yeah, bikes. Yeah, yeah, anyone, pizzerias, yeah. bands, whoever needed shirts, I'd try to get their business. And then at the end of 2009, I made a shirt that said, I survived, kind of like a bumper sticker or a yeah. t-shirt, you go on vacation, and, and, and it was yeah. I survived for another losing season with the Mets. And people wanted to buy them. So I was like, oh man, maybe, you know, this could be a business. Right. So the whole off season between 2009 and opening day 2010, I came up with a bunch of ideas, different t-shirt designs, made a website and a Facebook page. And it spread within like a month or two into like this thing that that uh, people all around the ballpark were wearing the shirts. They would go to our website and buy them. Wow. Um, but obviously, I didn't have MLB licensing, so I couldn't write Mets on anything. It was all just implied kind of stuff. Right. And then uh, one thing led to another. We just started getting this fan base of people who were interested in what we were doing. And then we decided to try to sit together as a group. Okay. Not knowing it at the time, but we, we planned for the last game of 2012 which ended up being R.A. Dickey's 20th. He was going for his 20th win. Oh, wow, okay. So little did we know at the time, we were planning a game to watch the 20th win. And we ended up getting 560 people to City Field on a Thursday day game. In so that's the first time you guys all got yeah, together. Yeah. People took off of work. The team wasn't making the playoffs. They just wanted to come and hang out together. And that turned into this. And everyone's wearing the same shirt. Yeah, that yeah. What was the shirt? It said, Loyal to the Last Out. So every year for the final game of the season, that's what our shirt says. Hopefully this year we'll have something different to say, but um, that just spawned into this whole thing. So that was the final game in 2012. We did one game in 2012, and then in 2013 I think we did seven. Last year we did ten. This year we're doing 14. So every year we get a little bit bigger, and it's all just from social media. I don't pay to advertise. Um, it's all word of mouth. So like today we have 708 people going to Baltimore. If they have a good time, they'll tell their friends, and then next time we go, we'll have a thousand. You know, so it gets bigger and bigger as it as as needed. Can you imagine, like, two three years from now, if we if you pull off like 5,000 people, 6,000 people it's tough. just showing up at a Met game. We're all wearing the same shirts. Just, yeah. yeah, I could get pretty, I could get pretty intense. And I gotta, I gotta be honest. I remember being, I was at Yankee stadium and uh, it was Yankees Mets and I'm, and I'm looking in the outfield in the upper deck and I went, that's gotta be a school or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a whole section and they start cheering, let's go Mets. And then I, like, what the heck? And then I would see it again and again. I, I had no clue. You know what's funny? People say, like, oh, why would the Yankees want to sell you that many tickets? And if any, anyone knows anything about the Yankees, they like money. So you call them up and you say, look, I always start off by, listen, I'm a Mets fan. We run this thing called the Seven Line. Look at our website. Just to give them, like, an idea of what yeah. we're trying to pull off. We're not trying to piss off any, any of the local fans. That's not really what we're trying to do. Right. Even though we do call them the invasions, we're not trying to go into your ballpark and ruin your good time. But um, (laughs) it does kind of get annoying when there's a thousand of us cheering, let's go Mets, and you're a Yankees fan. So um, the first year we were a little bit lower down because it's it's really hard to find a thousand seats wide open so we could take over a full section. So 
while 5,000 would be nice, it would be tough to find ballparks that have 5,000 open seats for us. So it's actually really smart. This guy works for the Padres. He already emailed us to say when are we coming. Oh, wow. So, like, he's going to make that commission. He's smart. Like, we're going to every ballpark. That's our plan. So our first ever away game was Wrigley 2013. We did 500, I think 540. Wow. Um, so we won't go back to Wrigley until we go everywhere else. So, like, no repeats, you know? Uh, no repeats. All right, let me ask you this because who's who's been the – like, I would worry that there'd be fights, especially going into Philadelphia. No, I mean uh, – Did you go as a seven line been to we Philadelphia? Went, yeah, yeah, we went – No problems year. in Philly? No, you know, Philly fans are so bandwagon. They suck now, so nobody goes. <laughs> like, a few years ago when they sold out every day, maybe it would have been a different story. But okay. not that the Mets are awesome, but it, it's harder to, like, stand up and try to, like um, – Start up, start beef with us. When you roll into a ballpark with a thousand people, I mean, even if you're the toughest guy ever, not that we're like so, such like a, a, a threatening. A thousand yeah, yeah. It's, it's right. you know, you know what it is too. Right, right, right. You got, you yeah. got a lot of guys sitting there. When going, you sit down, Charlie Brown. I'm a pretty. Uh, yeah. I think I'm a pretty reasonable guy too. Like I, I, I think not that I'm. I don't really want to be a leader of this. I think everyone's everyone's in charge of their own. Sure. Like their own day and their own experience. Yeah. But I do kind of try to portray like hey we're just having fun yeah. there's no reason to go in and be a tough guy yeah. have fun cheer on the Mets and you know just be the better person so uh, we kind of write an itinerary for every game like we yeah. in the in in the package with the shirt and the ticket I give like a breakdown of like all right here's the tailgate party here's what's going on and I always end it with like listen <laughs> be respectful we're guests in their home let's have fun and, and you know let's go Mets okay. so we've, we've had no problems well this is good because next year I'm already working with since I started just with the videos, and maybe I could, maybe we can talk too. What I'm going to do next year is follow the Mets on tour and do shows. If it turns out to be just be specifically for Met fans, pre-game, after-game, whatever, I'm still trying to figure that That'd out. Be fun. But, but I'm, I'm looking at. Like private venues, if there's a comedy club close by, I just all right at five o'clock like today. We're arriving Baltimore at four. You could have time. Yeah, five thirty, six o'clock. We have time for the show. It's just us, whatever, whatever the thing is, and then yeah, like pregame with Jim. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like totally. I'm trying to figure that out still, but I know I'm definitely torn following them around. That's great. I mean, after this year, we have seven more in the NL to close us out, and then we'll, we'll repeat and go back to Wrigley first, but. Um, after this year, we have Cincinnati, D.C., uh, um, San Diego, L.A., Arizona. We have a, 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 That's a lot. Yeah, we have a good amount left, but what we try to do is we we hope that it lands on a weekend. It just works out best for everyone. Right. Obviously, today is a, a weekday, but we don't often go to Baltimore, so we, we kind of pulled the trigger on this one. Right. But in three days from now, I'm flying to Colorado for our weekend series, so... It's a, it's the biggest. This is the biggest month we've ever had. We have four outings this month. I don't know if you realize it, but you were mentioned on MLB. Yeah, I heard that. Yes, Thank so, you. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, get yeah. MLB in the warehouse. It's weird. We have an MLB license, but I don't have the channel. But um, I heard about that. Thank you. And, and matter of fact, uh, they were talking about like how we got to listen to that. Well, we got to. Yeah, yeah. We got to, and I think they're serious. They're gonna listen. So it's cool. Those guys always give us shout-outs, which yeah. is great. I mean, we don't get many on SNY for whatever reason, but it's cool that um, MLB takes care of us. I think SNY there's something tight knit there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't what know it is. it is because the radio booth does. Gary and, and Howie are all I mean not Gary, uh, Howie and Josh Lewin are great. They actually visit us sometimes at the pregames. Like if we're going to a bar like even today maybe in Pickles, uh Josh Lewin will come over and say what's up before the game huh. starts. Um 
I don't know what's up with SMY, but everyone else is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, the beginning of the season, they asked me to if they can do videos and do weekly videos. Then I didn't really hear. Yeah. They're like, all right, we'll do a, the second season thing, and I went, all right, let's do that. And I didn't yeah. really hear again. Yeah. And so I guess the last Grom game, I did a video. Yeah, they had something. Yeah. And they said we're gonna play it during the game, but they actually played it before the game. Before the game. Yeah, I saw it. So. No, it's well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't care. I'm still yeah. just having fun. Well, yeah, so. like like a lot of people actually. I don't know why. I honestly, I not not to be just totally got off subject here, but I don't know why that happened. But during the games, it's funny. Like people will write on Twitter, like, oh, they showed the Sullivan Army, and then they just went bl- they went silent in the booth. I don't really know what's up with that, but um, we don't go to games to get noticed. We go no, exactly. We, we go to games to have fun with our with our fellow fans and exactly. and have a good time, you know. Which is which is part of why I wanted to do this. So we just. We're on the bus ride with Darren. If you want to get part of the Seven Line Army, just go to the website. What is it? Seven? Sevenline.com. That's it. Sevenline.com. There you go. Don't go anywhere. More of the bus ride. We got Jonas. We got Jonas. Sespares. Sespares. He's got me cojones. He's got me cojones. Sespares. Sespares. So here's how easy this is. Uh, again, I'm in Baltimore, and along the way, I started hearing all these chants and all that. Now, yes, I'm with the Seven Line Army, but what I just what I just understood was there's also the City Field Shays, and the City Field Shays are the ones that come up with all the chants that you've been hearing. So I found two guys now. You are Seven Line Army and City Field Shay, right? And what is your name? Andrew. Or Lawn Dart, whatever you want to call me. But how did you, were you first with the Seven Line? Uh, I met CFS through the Seven Line. It was around the same time. Okay. And you're the leader of the, who's the leader of the City Field? This is the leader. All right, hold on. Okay. All right. Come on over here. What's your name? What's your name? I go by the name of Coach, but they call me Hefe. I wear the crown sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so where did? What is the City Field Chase? Is it a group of guys that go to the game forever? Like, what? What is it? Like Seven Line Army? I know they they pack groups and they show up at games in packs. What? What is the City Field Chase? No, City Field Chase is another supporters club, very similar, but we chant. We're a little bit more vocal. And we, uh, you know, we're rooting, we're hollering, and we're standing in the seats. That's what we do. The old-time chaise. So all these chants that I keep hearing, do they start personally with you and you? Who's this? Sir, yes, my name is Richie. Okay. Die hard, city field shade till I die. Okay. Always. When did you grow up? Like, you, you both look fairly young. I started in 73 at the Mets. You started when? I was born in 87. I've been a diehard since 87. Wow. So you, you stuck in through some of the tougher Always. years. I mean, born in 81, I'm 33, I'm an old man. Okay. But a late bloomer to the Mets, didn't experience 86, and here we are with a big crew, and we're the most passionate fans at City yeah. Field. All right, so would you say, now, so you lived through the 2006? Yeah. Uh, Do you think this team is better than the 2006? We're not there quite yet. We, the pitching is better. The pitching is better, but the offense was better back then. We had Beltran, Delgado. We had Wright healthy. Reyes. Reyes. We could potentially be the best pitching lineup for the next five years. For the next five years. If all goes to plan. The bats, the bats got to catch up, though. The bats got to catch up. I look forward to hearing all your chants. What are we going to say over here? 
Well, what I was going to say was if this team, if this pitching staff had the 2006 lineup, they would be unstoppable. We'd be, that's right, baby. If, if frogs had wings, you wouldn't have to touch their asses for them to move. However, no, you are right, but I will tell you this. I've been watching the Mets since 73. Well, we're all forgetting that Mats is on the way. And you also forget that David Wright's coming back. But if you got a platoon, if you have a platoon with Uribe and David Wright. Chant. You got now. Who comes up with the chants? Is it? Most, most of these chants are recycled. We're big soccer fans, but right. we we put our own little right. twist to them. Okay. We but uh, we are very original with our chants. We take we take from everywhere. We take from everywhere. We the only one I don't remember here. I I, I heard the Duda. I want I want Duda. All right, Duda, hit the ball. Let me hear the Duda chat. Lucas Duda. Hold on there. We got a Nintendo Duda chant. Nintendo Duda chant. Here we go. Duda, Duda, Duda. Duda, Duda, Duda. Duda, Duda, Duda. Duda, Duda, Duda. Duda, Wait a minute. I heard a new in house. What's the Kirk new in house? No, 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 Especially the first half. <laughs> first half of the season, that's all you can do is strike out. All right, I have yet to hear David Wright. David Wright is an That's a girls thing. Hold on, we're going to the girls. Perhaps my favorite player, who's pitching today, Degrom. We got a Degrom one. Here we go, Jacob. Here we go. Here we go, Jacob. Here we go. Here we go, Jacob. Here we go. 
I got one, I got one, I got one, all right. Bartolo Cologne. Bartolo's going is big and round, big and round, big and round. Bartolo's going is big and round, Bartolo's going. Then I'll watch him up, watch him Whenever a Mets pitcher strikes anybody out, this is one of the ones we do the most. Everyone around us, we do the. I can't understand a word the girls are saying. We we heard Tejada. All right, Daniel Murphy. Oh. Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy. Conforto. Is there one for Conforto yet? Wait, wait, wait. He wants him to wait. He's got the, hold on. My Conforto knows how to party. My Conforto knows how to party. At City, City Fields. Clearly, Conforto is not long enough. Kelly Johnson, you got a new one for Kelly Johnson? There was a batter at the plate and Kelly was his name! <laughs> I think we I think we got most of the lineup. I think we got everyone. Nice, John Nice. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees and toes. Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. John Mark sucks and Tommy had to go. Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Ah, oh, oh, this is great. All right. We got it. There you go. You got 10 minutes of... time favorites, Ronnie Polino. Ronnie who? Ronnie Polino. Backup catcher. Backup catcher. Backup catcher. I don't even remember him. I don't even remember Ronnie Polino. Jose Reyes had a few good ones too. Jose Reyes, I would imagine. So how long How long you guys been doing the chance? How long is the uh, city? I'll say over 10 years, but now we've grown to about 30, 40 deep. So we, we buy cheap tickets. We sit in the Guam and we do our chants. Nobody ever gets to hear them. But when we join uh, factions with Seven Line Army, we come together. And now people get to hear them a little bit more, you know? Would you say, hands down, this is probably the best year for you? Uh, no, as far as no, people no. go. 
We still have 06, we still, the collapse is 0708. But this is building up. This is building up to the best year. Yo, this is a team of it's, the future. It's yes. almost, yes. in quotes, air quotes. We're almost there. We're almost there. Let's get to the playoff We're almost baseball. there. We're almost Let's get to the playoff baseball. So there you go. We got the seven line army and the city field shade. There you go. Join other ones. One last chance to end the meeting and the unite and you the united front. Seven line plus city field shades together. Alright, here we go. Your favorite chant. Go ahead. the thick of it all. What is that? Oh, Darren. I will, I will single-handedly say there's no such thing as jinxing. There's no such thing as jinxing. When people say, oh, the, the parakeet was a good luck charm, no, the grom on the mound is what stopped that game. Cespedes home run won that game. That parakeet had nothing to do with it. It's because the Mets are good, that's why. All right, we'll be back more from Baltimore and the podcast of Jim Brewer, Mets, and more with the Seven Line Army, the City Field, Shea, and more. Right home, huge victory. Mets pulled it off. I'm not gonna lie to you, I had a heart attack watching the game. There's, no, there's nothing worse than the Mets are up five to one with first and second, two out, and they muff up a play at first base. They run it to, I don't know what happened, all I know is an error, and they gave me an end. And then there were two straight walks, it was five three. If that would have been a horrifying loss horrifying loss if they blew that game. Being in the Orioles Stadium chanting with the Seven Line Army and, and the City Field Shea team all game. Hey, did I show some class tonight? I got a ball. Oh, hell yeah. And what I do when I get the ball? I gave it to a locator with an Oreo hat. That's a little class. That's class. There's a lot of class. I showed them we're good people. Absolutely. I don't know if an Oreo fan would have done that. I don't know if any baseball fan would have done that. You get a baseball. And what do you do with it? You give it, because you're in the opposite team stadium, you give it to the obvious. It went right to you? It went right to me. I, down a couple of steps, I, gave it to a nice and I, I gave it to a little boy with an Oreo hat. A little Met class for you. A little Met class. Hey, so I uh, hope, you, hope you had fun today. Hope you, I had a ball. I, this is something I recommend highly. If 
for everyone if you're a diehard Met fan and you just want to have a ball. A couple of Red Bulls, too. A couple of Red Bulls. <laughs> Wait, you need for, the whole, for the whole day. For the whole day. Well, you got to pace yourself. you got to pace yourself. I paced myself pretty well. I feel good. I feel good the way I paced myself. I don't know about my nephew here. I don't think he's going to make it outside the city of Baltimore. <laughs> um, so I highly recommend going to one of these games with the seven line and, and getting involved with the chance that these guys have, the City Field Shake group. It was a lot of fun. They welcomed me with uh, open arms. And all the Met groups out there, I can't wait. So I got something for all baseball fans or any sports fans or just fan of everything. I'm going to end this with a story that I told. I was in Las Vegas, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, around December, and then I, I just played there again. But there were all these, uh, I don't know, there was people from New York there and Yankee fans and blah, 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 and I just ended up telling the story of why do people hate other teams? And what I mean by that is, why do... Why do Met fans hate Yankees? You know, Yankee fans, I don't think most of them hate the Mets. Why do, why do the Cubs hate the White Sox? Why do the Dodgers hate the Giants? Is it just rivalry? Is it something deeper? Why do you hate a team with such passion? Um, here's a little take of it. I think you'll get a, a kick out of it. It's kind of a true story. Um, but check it out. I hope you had a great time. Always check me out on Facebook. I talk to pretty much everyone out there. Oh, and uh, we'll catch you soon with the next podcast. This is Jim Brewer, Mets and More, and uh, we'll end it with this show live from Vegas, a story of why I hate this particular team. It's entertaining and funny, and I think you'll get a kick out of it. All right, check it out. I, I got a quick story for you. This is what I knew. Like, this really... This emotionally bothered me, that I, I couldn't get, this is when you know you got hatred in you. You know, if you grew up somewhere, you know, if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, you may, yeah. Who do you hate? Hate who? Cowboys? Ravens. Right? That, that's like 70s hatred. That's, that goes back hatred. That's right. Cowboy fans hate you too. Raiders. You go to Dallas and you go Pittsburgh, like, go ahead, say it again. <laughs> Um, during, this is what I, this is the, yeah, I mean, Yankees never did anything to me, right? So, the world, the, the September 11th, okay? This is something I'll never forget. This taught me such a lot. September 11th, I don't have to get into the bad details, but that year, the Yankees make the World Series, and they're playing Arizona. And, you know, the world's like, this is really going to heal America. <laughs> You know, let's flash to New York and show people like firemen and the like, and the Yankees, God wants the Yankees to win for New York, for the country. Nothing against Arizona, but the healing New York. I mean, they showed Derek Jeter like with a halo over him. <laughs> and you know, as a, as a Mets fan, I was like. I don't know about this. I still think I want them to lose. And it really bothered me that I wanted them to lose. Like, that really bothered me as a human. So now the series starts, right? The Yankees are about to get eliminated. 
They've got to win three straight games. They're down. And I'm going, ah, you suck. You suck. You suck. <laughs> now the best sucks. So I'm getting all caught up because now the Yankees are down to their last strike. Two outs. Ninth inning. Two runs down. Nobody on base. And they're going, well, I guess God doesn't want the Yankees to win. I mean, it's an amazing year for New York. Let's cut to Arizona, where they have armadillos. Little armadillos around the street. And Yankees suck shirt on it. Run them down the desert, man! <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, they brought in this Korean kid. And he was the first Korean pitcher. His name was Kim or something, right? And they cut to Korea like, Hey, Korea! We got a half winner with him! Here comes Kim! And this kid, he comes in, he weighs 40 pounds. He pitched in the hand. guy's good. His pitch is underhand and, and they're parading in Korea. And on the whole army. And uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, and there's a run on first, and the Yankees just still clinging on. They're still alive. Down by two runs. Let's cut to the champagne. They're setting up the champagne in Arizona, and here comes a big, there's a drone! It's big! It's a home run! The Yankees died! And then, bang! Home run! The Yankees! It's a miracle! So that, and I was like, oh my god. What just happened? What just happened? You know, the Korean kid was crying. Oh, the whole country is like, we devastated. We don't know what happened. So then. <laughs> so the next day, in all the New York papers, a miracle in New York. The Yankees still live. People were at churches. I'm out <laughs> so, uh, and I'm really getting aggravated because I feel like they're forcing me to root for the Yankees. And growing up a diehard Yankee hater, I'm getting aggravated. <laughs> so the next night, and to me this is a freaking miracle, is um, a lot of people don't remember this. The next night, right? Same scenario. <laughs> Bottom of the night. Two outs. Nobody out. Down my two ruts. And again, they're going, just like last night. I mean, to pull us off in two nights is just not going to happen. Let's cut back to Korea. Not all night. Not all night. Not all night. <laughs> and they're bringing the kid back in. Not all night. 
There's no way last night can happen again. There's a drive! Way back! It's gone! People are devastated! They cut to New York, you're like, So, that's when I went, oh my god, two nights in a row, same thing? Whoa. Whoa. You get my Bible, I've never read this, but I'm gonna... Thou shalt not kill. Oh, I got that one, I got that one. The bugs count, they're waking up. Spiders count, can we kill them? I don't know, I gotta go to church and ask the pastor about that one. So, the next night, and I, I swear to God, it brought me closer to freaking God. I swear my life, and I sat there, and I prayed the second night after the Yankees won, and I went, you know, because it's, I swear to God, I went, oh God. I remember the prayer, I swear to God, God, I'm so sorry. I don't even know the Yankees, they never did anything to me. I just grew up a Met fan because we were blue collar and that's all we knew. And I was on Long Island. I just loved Rusty Stop. And, and that's why I got attached. And when he ran the wall, Buddy Harrelson, I still hate Pete Rose for giving him a bloody nose, man. I was traumatized by that. And, um, and I was like, I'm gonna look at baseball completely different, and I'm gonna root for the Yankees. And I think this is, and the Yankees, game seven, are winning. And they, and they, they were losing, tiny game, and that's the ninth inning, and the Yankees about to make the greatest miracle win of all time. I swear to God, I had tears in my eyes, like, here comes Mariana Rivera. <laughs> that's right, I'll say it again, Mariana Rivera. Good luck, Arizona. He comes in all 40 pounds old. And Arizona had the bases loaded, about to lose, and the, and like the winning run was on second, tying run on first, and I'm watching, and they're like, come on, Mario, one more pitch and you're here in New York. And you're here in the country. I'm gonna buy a Derek Jeter. I'm gonna buy a Derek Jeter shirt. I'm sorry. He deserves it. And all of a sudden, he went bink, and there's a line guy goes up the middle, and here comes the tying run, and here comes the winning run, and the Diamondbacks have just won the World Series. I didn't even hesitate. I went, that's a gutsy Yankee suck. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.
Run to Old Navy right now to get up to 50% off store-wide. Stock up on all of Old Navy's best-selling style faves, like tees from 5 bucks, dresses from 12 bucks, and jeans for the family from 15 bucks. Plus, get up to 75% off clearance. But you'd better hurry. At these prices, Old Navy's style faves are sure to go fast. Run to Old Navy right now. Valid 113 to 122. Select styles only. Clearance valid through 122.